Hey, yo, welcome to another episode of the Destination Debbie Wafer Wire Show. I'm your host, Ike. You can follow me on Twitter at just underscore Ike09. And I'm joined by my regular co-host of Off the Line Fantasy Football, Eugene. You can follow him at Fantasy Jeans, that's G-E-N-E-S. And we're also joined by Eric Vinnick. You can follow him on Twitter at Eric Vinnick NFL. And he is one half of the America's Game Pod with Scott Connor. All right, so fellas, uh, week six, uh, if... Week week six. I I just don't have a, I don't have a bunch of words for week six right now because we saw a lot of who's who scoring. <sighs> we saw a lot of no names, a lot of no names scoring, and that pretty much set the tone for what kind of week it was going to be. So, real quick before we get into uh, some injuries and before we get into some of the waiver wire pickups, what stood out to you the most in week six? Uh, Deion Jackson. <laughs> the RB one overall. <laughs> yeah, he we won the night football. Yeah, he 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 killed the Jags. Um, I did not see that coming. Um, the the Robbie Anderson, you no, know, looking like he was about to square up on his uh, wide receiver, uh, his position coach, and then he leaves the field. Uh, that was pretty interesting. Um, I don't know, like overall the fantasy, like just the games were just kind of a letdown because, like you said. Like those first half of games were very disappointing. And you had like the, you know, like all the dumpster divers that were that were, that were scoring all the touchdowns. So it was just, you no, know, it was kind of a letdown. Uh, somehow throughout all my teams, I was still, uh, I think I won like 60% of my games, which was somehow, so, somehow that happened. But, you know, um, kind of a letdown for, for this weekend. It's only going to get worse with these bye weeks. So. And with this Monday Night Football game that we have with the Broncos and the Chargers, because <laughs> we're seeing the Broncos for the you know for the fourth time in prime time in six games, and I hope this is the last game that we see uh, tonight in prime time because that offense is is, is terrible. Um, but yeah, uh, real quick, Eric, what what do you what what stood out to you the most? Yeah, the uh, quarterback play was pretty uh, subpar. I would say a lot of backup quarterbacks were playing. So I think that had a lot to do with it. Running backs just didn't smash this week. Like your typical guys that you expected to hit real big just really didn't. There was a couple of okay games like Kamara, Cook, Mixon. They did all right for you, but CMC. Chubb, yeah, CMC did all right. Chubb was terrible. I mean, he the Patriots shut down him and Kareem Hunt. Um, Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon were awful. Uh, I'm sure there's a few more I'm missing, but. Yeah, just that. And then, you know, your wide receivers did pretty good, though. Like, if you had Jefferson, you had Diggs, you had Cup, Waddle, Tyreek, all those guys did really good for you. So, yeah, it was a mediocre week, but hopefully week seven's a little better. Yeah, and week, week seven has a shit ton of buys, like we mentioned. And uh, a lot of these injuries that we're about to get into are going to factor into that. So, without further ado, we'll get into some of these injuries. Obviously, the biggest one coming out of the week was Hollywood Brown suffering a, a non-surgical foot injury? So I guess he broke a little piece of his a piece of his foot. Uh, it was thought to be season-ending at the very beginning of the you know early reports, but now um, you know the news was a lot better. So now he he'll only be out for about six weeks. It's still a long time. Probably before the fantasy playoffs is when around the fantasy playoff time is when we'll see him again, and that caused them to subsequently trade for uh, Robbie Anderson who Carolina told to hit the showers in the middle of the game. So we'll see how he gets incorporated into that uh, Cliff Kingsbury offense that's that failed to 
failed to deliver on <laughs> failed to deliver against the uh, the the league worst defense on in Seattle. So, um, but yeah, more on that a little bit later. Uh, a couple more injuries. Carson Wentz is out four to six weeks with a, fi- a broken uh, or fractured finger. So that may, you know, lead the, you know, lead the way for, you know, Taylor Heineke or potentially Sam Howell to get some, to get some snaps. Uh, so that, those are, that's a couple, that's one thing in a, a quarterback situation to monitor. Uh, Van Jefferson, uh, Sean McVay said he should be back after the week seven bye. If you remember, he's been out since the beginning of the season with that knee injury, he had knee surgery. So uh, that, that'll be good for that offense to kind of have a field stretcher, uh, a, f- a field stretcher um, in that offense who's been they've been, who's been struggling for, for the most part. Uh, Dak Prescott should be coming back next week. Uh, his thumb is seemed to be fully healed. He, he said he could have played last night if it were up to him. And so, uh, you know, we'll, we'll look forward to seeing Dak Prescott back and that and, the, and those weapons are getting a little bit healthier. Uh, Keenan Allen is, is expected back next week uh, for the Chargers. He's he was in health. He's uh, he's an inactive tonight. Needs one more week for that hamstring to heal. Uh, Randall Cobb for the Packers. Uh, he avoided serious injury. I think he, uh, he did he fracture his ankle or sprain was it a high ankle sprain i'm not exactly sure but i know he got carted off or whatnot but from what i read it just wasn't a serious injury but he's gonna miss some time there wasn't like a really a timetable given but um you probably didn't have randall cobb really on your rosters anyways yeah yeah no i don't think yeah i don't think he was rostered that many places uh kendrick Bourne for the patriots uh he left the game early due to a toe injury which paved the way for taekwon thornton to get a lot of snaps and a lot of playing time it's just, this is not an injury. This is not an injury note, but uh, Deshaun Jackson actually visited the Ravens on Tuesday, and that passing game needs some help because outside of Mark Andrews and Rashad Bateman being down with that foot injury, they don't really have much. Uh, Devin Duvernay has had some you know flashy moments here and there during the season, but uh, you know week to week he he's he's not as consistent as we would like. Speaking of the Ravens, J.K. Dobbins he left the game with knee tightness. So he didn't play the second half, which paved the way for Kenyon Drake to get a lot of snaps. Uh, you know, as we mentioned, that was one of the concerns with uh, J.K. Dobbins in, in his knee injury. Um, the first year coming back from the ACL is usually a tough one for running backs or for anyone, for any player in general. And the, the time to buy J.K. Dobbins or the, the, the time to buy into J.K. Dobbins is year two uh, coming back from the ACL injury. And remember, he tore a lot. He, he basically his knee blew up, right? His knee blew up. Tore, tore his ACL, LCL, PCL, and his hamstring, all in the same, all in the same hit. So uh, it, it's going to take him a lot longer to to get back. Uh, Cameron Bright for the Buccaneers left the game uh, with a neck injury. Uh, it was a pretty scary sight. He was down for quite a while and he was carted off. They took his face mask off, um, but he did give the th- give the thumbs up. So uh, we'll see what what it you know how this. How, how it plays out for him um, for the remainder of the season. I know early a couple of weeks ago, I think he had a uh, concussion. So it's been kind of been a rough go for him um, over the last couple of weeks for him. So and, and then finally rounding out the injuries, uh, Eno Benjamin kind of popped up uh, with a foot injury. So we'll see. We'll monitor his status as it, as we you know get to the Thursday night game because the, the Thursday night game this week is um, the Cardinals uh, versus the Saints. Um, so we'll see how Eno Benjamin does uh, from from a practice perspective, quick thoughts on some of these injuries. Um, the, you know, Benjamin should be interesting to see if Connor's going to be ready to go. If not, and if, you know, is you know, going to be affected and won't be able to play, then we're going to see, uh, 
probably Keontae Ingram. So I don't know. That's like what the fourth, fifth running back on the depth chart. So it should be interesting what, what happens with that. Um, the J.K. Dobbins is also inter- interesting to see if maybe they might have to you know, lay him off a game or not give him as many carries with Gus Edwards coming back. And then you got Kenyon Drake in the mix and Mike Davis. So, and you got uh, and you got Justice Hill in that mix too. So I don't know, it sounds like a backfield that's going to be a big, big mess once, uh, you know, once everybody gets back healthy. Which I want no parts of. Yeah. Yep. Same here. Uh, I'm I'm interested in seeing Dak come back. I want Dak to come back and get this offense humming again like it used to. I'm excited to see that. And then with the Carson Wentz one, I'm like, we've seen Tyler Heineke. Like, I'm done seeing Tyler Heineke. I want to see some Sam Howell. So hopefully Sam Howell gets in there. Yeah, um, but for what it's worth, for Taylor Heineke, he does know how to feed Terry McLaurin. So um, we'll see if this is a bump and a boost for Terry McLaurin uh, going forward. But yeah, it's it, that's that's one thing that I'm intrigued by. Who's going to play quarterback for for the Washingtons? Um, so with that said, uh, let's go ahead and get to some of these waiver wire pickups. Uh, Gene, go ahead and get us kicked off with quarterbacks. All right, quarterback. Who I'm looking to you know if I need. I mean, if I'm in need of a quarterback to play this week. Matt Ryan, uh, right now he's available in 70% of sleeper leagues. Uh, we just saw him light up the Jags. I think he almost put up 60 passing attempts. Of course, there was no JT, no Hines, but somehow, some way, he found a way to get Deion uh, Jackson the ball you know, 10 times. And we saw him. He was the RB1 this week. So we did see Matt Ryan play Tennessee a few weeks ago. He lit them up for for uh, 27 out of 37 for 356 and two touchdowns. And I think he was QB 11 that week. So if you're looking for a quarterback in need, you have a bye week, quarter, bye week and your quarterback position is empty, Matt Ryan could be somebody you can look to, to, to fill that that void for you this week. Uh, for Dynasty, I know Eric says he wants to see Sam Howell, but I know Riverboat Ron is, probably, is trying to coach. He's coaching for his, his, his job, so he's probably going to go to who he knows and who he brought from Carolina, and that is Tyler Heineke. We know Carson Wentz is probably going to be out four to six weeks, so I think he's going to turn to Heineke in terms of trying to trying to see if they can get this offense back going and, and get some wins before he gets to boot. So that is my my dynasty pickup if you're looking if you're in need for a quarterback, Eric. Yeah, so for a redraft this week, I got Tua and Jared Goff, just in case those guys got dropped over the last couple of weeks. Uh, Goff was on bye last week. He might have gotten dropped. And then Tua, obviously, with his injury, he's coming back this week, it looks like. So both of those guys I, I would love to have in redraft. Goff was um, firing on all cylinders there before uh, he ran into the Patriots and all his guys were hurt. And then Tua, obviously with Tyreek and Waddle, he had been doing really good. So either of those guys in redraft, I'll go ahead and pick up and start. And then my dynasty guy was Sam Howell. The Eagles are 6-0. The Giants are 5-1. The Cowboys are 4-2. and The Washington is 2-4. and They might as well be about nine games out right now, to be honest. <laughs> so... I, I just want to see Sam Howell. I'll pick up Sam Howell. I think he's. I think they maybe give Heineke two starts and then say woof and then put Sam Howell in there. Hopefully they can see Sam Howell, you know, a little bit before Carson Wentz comes back. So that's my dynasty pickup for the week. Okay, I like it. I like it. Uh, my, my the quarterback that I'm looking to pick up this week is Trevor Lawrence. Uh, he's coming off of a three touchdown game. Two of those were just you know short rushing touchdowns. Um, you know, he probably pushed himself into QB1 territory because I, I think going into the, 
going into the week, he was the QB 13 or QB 14. Uh, so going into week six. And so, you know, right now he's eighth in passing touchdowns with nine. Um, he could be even better than what, what he's actually shown because his pass catchers actually lead the league in drops with 14. And so there's actually a lot of meat being left on the bone out there in Jacksonville. So I, I think Trevor Lawrence you know, possesses some upside, especially with these bye weeks coming up. You can do, you can't do, you can't do any worse than, than Trevor Lawrence um, in some cases. And then a couple of honorable mentions, uh, Justin Fields, I mentioned him last week. Uh, if you, you know, we, we look, we've seen the last couple of weeks, they've started to, to, to air it out a little bit more. They just need to give him a little bit more time. Uh, you know, his offensive line is what I mean. Just give him a little bit more time to, to kind of air it out down the field. But he's actually connecting on some deep balls. Uh, and his rushing, his rushing upside is is being realized. He has four straight games of at least 47 yards rushing. Um, so yeah, Justin Fields is, is another, is another good option. And then Bailey Zappi, uh, he's played well the last couple of weeks. He played well last week against the Browns, 300 yards and a couple of touchdowns. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I said it on Twitter. I think he's better than Mac Jones. He looks like he's better than Mac Jones. So, uh, I, I think, you know, Bailey Zappi is, is making things interesting in New England. If you want to talk about a quarterback controversy, that's as close to a quarterback controversy as it gets. Not Dak and Cooper Rush, but Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones. That's a real quarterback controversy, uh, in my opinion. So those are two honorable mentions uh, that I could be also looking at uh, to pick up this week. Uh, so on to running backs. I'll go ahead and get this one kicked off. A couple of running backs I want to I, I want to take a look at, both in redraft and dynasty. Deontay Foreman uh, for the Carolina Panthers. This is obviously in the wake of potential Christian McCaffrey. Uh, trade rumors. Uh, him, Carolina may be looking to blow it up, and um, but I, but I don't, I don't, I don't really foresee him actually getting traded because of their asking price. The asking price is a couple of first round picks and a lot of assets. I don't know if there's going to be a team that's going to be willing to do that. Um, you know, Buffalo comes to mind, but they just spent a second round pick on a running back this past uh, spring, so I don't see them doubling down into, in in trading two first rounders or multiple first-rounders to get another right back. So um, I, I, I don't really foresee Christian McCaffrey getting traded. But in the event that he does, Deontay Foreman would be the direct beneficiary of that trade. And then also Gus Edwards um, that Ravens in that Ravens backfield. I know we said we don't want any parts of him, but there's one guy that you want to do, that you want to pick up is Gus Edwards. Um, he's, you know, John Harbaugh, John Harbaugh said he is pretty close to a return. And, you know, if you, if you think back to, the towards the end of the 2020 season from like week eight onward he was a top 24 running back so he does have some upside he can um, get you some fantasy points and especially again with these five weeks coming up you can throw him in your, throw him in one of your flex spots and maybe he can get some uh you know maybe 10 to 12 carries and he'll definitely be the goal line back because you know if you saw him in practice a couple weeks ago he looks fucking jacked he is huge <laughs> so uh you can't do any worse than than, than gus edwards so, Eric, who do you have for your running backs? Yeah, this week I still like Damian Williams as a pickup. I thought he was going to be back uh, this week, but he wasn't. I would expect he's going to be back this week. And the Falcons, they're just running the ball so much. They just ran the ball 40 times against the 49ers. Uh, they're doing it with Caleb Huntley and Tyler Algier, not really uh, great NFL backs. I think Damian Williams still has a little bit of juice left. And they were planning on using him week one uh, quite a bit alongside Cordell Patterson. And Williams got hurt early on in that game. So he's finally coming back. That's a guy I want to at least pick up and see what happens. He might be 
the uh, feature back there for a couple weeks until Patterson comes back. So I like Damian Williams there. And then in Dynasty, if Kyron Williams um, is out on your waiver wire, got dropped because he's on the IR, that's a guy I would pick up. I think the Rams are definitely going to give him a shot with getting rid of Akers. You know, Henderson's gotten banged up in the past, so if Kyron can get healthy and show that he can uh, do pretty good there, I think he's a guy that you can count on. He's one of the best pass blockers that came out in the draft this year, so that's a big thing, too. He'll be in on pass downs quite a bit, I would assume, uh, with his pass blocking ability, so definitely like Kyron. And then Kevin Harris this week. with Damian Harris hurt, I don't think he was really close to playing this week. I think Harris might be out another week or two. Harris was the one who was the uh, second running back through behind Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, wasn't Pierre Strong. Pierre Strong only had one carry to like Kevin Harris's three or four carries that he got. So Harris would be the one that you'd want to pick up there uh, this week just to kind of stash and see what happens. If case Ramondre gets hurt, I think they would turn the ball to uh, Kevin Harris there. All right, Gene, round us out. For me in redraft, I am looking at Kenyon Drake. I know, uh, again, like we said, this backfield is pretty ugly, but for the for for if we see that, you know, Gus Edwards still isn't back this week, and uh, you know, Dobbins isn't really you know fully healthy, he might not go this week, and you know, Justice Hill is still not ready to go. Then I would assume they would go back to Kenyon Drake. We just saw Kenyon Drake go ten for one nineteen and a touchdown versus the Giants after. Dobbins went down, so uh, I think that would be somebody you can look at. You can, I mean, he's free pretty much everywhere. You can, he's pretty much on every everybody's league wa- waiver wires, so you can look to get him. Um, and then, like we, uh, a bonus one for redraft is Keontae Ingram for if we see that Connor is not ready to go still, and for whatever reason, and you know Benjamin is not able to shake the foot the foot injury, then Keontae would be the next guy up. Uh, we just saw him this past week. He played nine snaps, uh, six routes, and three carries. So routes ran. I mean, he was pretty much active in every every snap that he had in that game, even though he wasn't really used. But that'll be somebody I'll be looking to pick up. Two people I'll be looking to pick up if if uh, you no know, those running back rooms look a little light in terms of injuries coming coming up this week. All right. So on the receivers, I'll go ahead and get this one cracking. I'm going to go back to the well with Alec Pierce. Um, he did have the game-winning touchdown um, against the Jags this past Sunday, a, a 32-yard rainbow from Matt Ryan. Uh, he, his, his playing time is, is, is just taking up every week, and his opportunity grows every week, and he continues to, to, to show that he's, um, you know, that he's, that he's producing, um, that, that he can produce. So I like Alec Pierce. And then also Donovan Peoples-Jones for the Browns. Uh, this is third straight, coming off his third straight game with at least four catches or 50-plus yards. Um, according to PFF, so he's his opportunities increasing, and he's consistently um, the second option in the receiving game. Um, yeah, as it, you know, I, I know it's a I know it's a run a run first offense uh, in Cleveland, but you know he's he is the he is the number two wide receiver, full you know firmly entrenched. So I think you know Donovan Peoples Jones would be an, a, a good pickup. Uh, Gene, who do you have for your wide receivers? For redraft, I got Wondell Robinson. He's available in 80% of sleeper leagues right now. Uh, finally, his first full game that he played this past week, he went three for 37 in a touchdown, uh, ran a route on 11 of the 15 snaps, so he wasn't really used overall. I think he played like less than 20% of the full snaps that the Giants ran, but when he was in, he was very active, and they, I mean, they looks like he was trying to, they were trying to get him the ball to you know, make some plays. So if you're in need, 
Uh, this would be somebody I would look towards. I mean, that that Giants wide receiver room is in flux. I mean, you, I couldn't even tell you who's the number one there, but you might as well take a shot on the guy they spent a second round draft pick on. Uh, you know, do something for for your for your fantasy teams. And then for dynasty, uh, Tyquan Thornton, he's available in pretty much every dynasty league and sleeper, ninety six percent availability. Uh, sleeper leagues, sleeper dynasty leagues. We saw Kendrick Bourne get hurt very early in, in his game. Uh, we saw Aguilar. He didn't even play today. So uh, in consequence of that, we saw Taekwon run the third most routes this past week. He had the second most targets for wide receivers. So uh, if those two are out, uh, this would be somebody I would definitely would want to you know put him on put on my on my rosters for sure because he's going to be active actively used. So those would be my two guys. Eric, who do you have? Yeah, I love both of those calls, Gene Wandale and, and Taekwon. Those are two really good calls for this week, so good ones. Um, for redraft, I mean, we got the Bills, the Rams, the Vikings, and one other team that's on by, the Eagles. So that's a lot of wide receiver power this week. That's out. Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis, Justin Jefferson, Thielen, A.J. Brown, uh, Cooper Cup for the Rams, Allen Robinson. So there's a lot of wide receivers out this week due to buy. So any of these guys that we probably mentioned are going to probably help you this week. So hopefully you guys paid attention. Uh, Paris Campbell is mine. Um, I know I, I like Alec Pierce better too, uh, you know, with the, uh, with the talent wise is the word I'm looking for. But Campbell with, um, He's running the same amount of routes and snaps as Michael Pittman is. Campbell had a has finally had a, an okay week this week with a touchdown. I think he's somebody that you can just plug in. Hopefully Matt Ryan throws the ball a bunch again. If he can get you, you know, 10, 12, 15 points, I think Campbell can do it for you. And then Khalil Shakir is my other one. I think the Bills are going to start trusting Shakir a little bit more. I think he's a little bit better of a slot wide receiver than McKenzie is. I think they're going to go to the, like they did in the beginning of the year with Crowder and McKenzie kind of splitting the slot snaps. I think they're going to end up uh, doing that with Shakir here soon too. So I think Shakir is a guy that you could pick up and stash, and then hopefully he takes over that slot role permanently and starts becoming a factor down the stretch for us. And then Dynasty, I didn't really have too many guys to pick from this week, but I threw uh, Valus Jones on here for the Bears just because the Bears wide receivers are trash. And hopefully Valus Jones can at least do something there uh, alongside Darnell Mooney. So hopefully Valus gets a shot for you and can maybe do something down the stretch. Do you know that Valus Jones is actually older than Darnell Mooney? Yeah, mm. I think um, I think he's older than Adam Thielen too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, thirty thirty three year old Valus Jones, rookie Valus Jones, maybe Tom Brady too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so real quick, Gene, on your uh, Wandale Robinson call, he wasn't, he wasn't, uh, you know, he wasn't on the field much, but his targets, his target rate was thirty six percent. Yeah. So yeah. he was on the field, he was getting targeted like a motherfucker. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's a that's a good call. And then finally, we're gonna close, we're gonna close out with uh, tight ends. Um, go ahead and get a start, Gene. All right. So redraft, going back to the Patriots, uh, Hunter Henry. We did see that uh, Jonah Smith was back. But it didn't matter. We saw Hunter Henry play 97% of the snaps, 81% of the routes ran, uh, led the led the whole team on targets with seven, four, 61 and a touchdown. So, I mean, he did pretty good this week. I think uh, with Bailey Zappi, I think he kind of trusts him throwing the ball towards his direction. So, and Hunter Henry, he's available 
in uh, about 65% of sleeper uh, leagues right now. So I think this is a good person you can pick up because what else do you have to lose? Tight ends, a dumpster fire, man. I mean, every week is, is it's almost like a new a new bottom of your top 12 outside of like the top three that's just rotating. It's just full of shit. So might as well <laughs> no, take a chance with, with Hunter Henry. All right, Eric, what do you have next? Uh, for redraft, I kind of like Daniel Bellinger a little bit um, as a rookie tight end. You know, he's getting a lot of playing time, and usually rookie tight ends don't do very good. But Bellinger's had a touchdown, I think, in back-to-back weeks now. And he, he continues to uh, produce there, and there's not a lot of weapons there for the Giants. So Bellinger's not a bad one to pick up, I don't think. Um, and I, I like him for Dynasty as well. It's a guy that you can definitely hold on because these rookie tight ends who actually produce um, actually – you know, have a pretty good uh, track record of success uh, for their career. So definitely like Bellinger and would hold on to him. And then for Dynasty, I have a couple of them here. I got Jake Ferguson and Peyton Hendershot, both for Dallas. And this is more of a probably a next year's thing. I think, you know, if Schultz continues to have injuries this year, these guys can help you this year. But I don't think they're paying Schultz. You got Ferguson. Yeah, they you got pay. Ferguson and Hendershot. They, those two guys can do the job that Dalton Schultz has done. So I think if you can pick up uh, either of these guys and stash them on your dynasty roster, those two would be perfect next year because they could uh, be battling for the tight end job. And then Greg Dulcich, who we mentioned earlier, he got activated, so he is playing tonight. Probably going to take him a week or two to get up to speed, but Dulcich um, could be the tight end there with Albert O being a healthy scratch tonight. I think the Albert O is pretty much uh, cooked there. And they'll probably just roll with Eric Salbert here for a week or two before uh, Dulcich gets up to speed. But they drafted Dulcich, this regime. Uh, they drafted him pretty high when they needed other things. They didn't really need a tight end, but uh, they obviously value him very much. So I think Dulcich would be a good pickup in Dynasty. Yeah, well, th- thanks for stealing uh, two of my guys. Um, I, I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna talk about Daniel Bellinger. Daniel Bellinger, uh, he's he he was he was actually a target of mine in best ball drafts this summer. So because mm-hmm. um, I, I heard a lot of the buzz at a training camp that he was getting, and now like we're starting to kind of see it uh, come to fruition. You know, like you said, couple you know back to back games with a touchdown. His opportunity is 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 increasing, and then also on the on the uh, on the side of uh, Greg Dolchich, uh, he's basically beating out Albert O and Albert O again is just, is just falling out of favor uh, quickly. Uh, that guy that, you know, that big and that talented is a healthy scratched. There's a lot of shit that he's doing wrong in that building. Clearly. Because right. I, I, I don't know. Man. It, it's, it's, it's very, very confusing to me. Um, but yeah, um, that, a guy with that, a guy with that athletic profile should not be getting healthy scratched. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, those are the guys that I had. Um, so is there anything else? Because uh, that, that that concludes all of our waiver wire pickups. So, fellas, is there anything else that you want to tell the people? Um, any advice you want to give them uh, going into week seven? I mean, be patient, man. I, uh, it's going to be ugly this week. So, mm. hopefully, if you had drafted a lot of these players on this week seven buy, you know, maybe you factored in that you were going to get an L, uh, or you just got you just got to really be digging. You got to really dig that waiver wire this week. I know. I know I had to last week for uh, one of my one of the leagues I'm in, and somehow I sc- scratched away with 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 the W and 170 points. So, you know, just you know, take a chance and, and just go for it. Yeah, if you got a gut feeling on somebody, definitely just go for it. Maybe go for, you know, the guys with the good quarterbacks. You know, if you got a Patrick Mahomes player, you got a um, 
you know, I don't want to say Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers has sucked this year, but you know, any of these quarterbacks that are just really doing good right now, you know, take shots at those guys and just kind of hope and pray that, you know, they can get a touchdown for you, especially with all these really good teams on by this week kind of sucks, man. Uh, A lot of good quarterbacks, a lot of good receivers on by this week. So hopefully you can just survive. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, make make sure you stash, especially if you if you see like a, you know a couple of your studs, especially your stud quarterbacks going on by in the in the in the coming weeks. Look for look for the scour the waiver wire and try to and, and and try to get out ahead of it and get one of the guys that maybe your league mates aren't looking at, aren't targeting. Because um, I I've done that in a couple of leagues. You know I I have you know Jalen Hurts or I have uh, a Josh Allen in a couple of leagues and I've picked up you know Geno Smith. Right, I picked up Geno Smith, anticipating their buy, uh, his, uh, you know, uh, Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts' buy uh, coming up at Week Seven because I know, you know, Week Seven, Geno Smith has the Chargers, right? So that's a pretty good matchup for them. And then that offense has been humming, obviously with the exception of last week, uh, and he only scored 19 points. Um, but yeah, so just so things like that, just kind of just, just be mindful, just get out ahead of it, and just be proactive. Um, so with that, uh, that concludes the waiver wire show uh, for this week. Uh, please. You know, please continue to follow us on Twitter. Follow me at just underscore Ico nine. Follow Eric at Eric Vinick NFL and follow uh, Gene at Fantasy Genes um, and tap into all of the content that we have. Uh, look for this podcast to drop every Tuesday morning. Look for the newsletter to drop every Friday at 701 a.m. And just, you know, tap into all the all the shows, all the content that we have. So, fellas, anything else? Good luck to you guys in week seven. All right. With that, peace out. See you all next week. <laughs>